So, Niall, I'm super excited to have you here. Um, just me coming to Hyphen and meeting you just kind of recently for the most part. Like I said before we started this, it seems pretty comfortable. You know, we have we have a pretty decent um, relationship here that we're that we're building. And you I know you've already built one with Radio Milwaukee. And now I'm happy that we can build one with you mm-hmm. with Hyphen. Um, so how are things just going in general? Life is all right so far. I've been uh, just, you know, working on bettering myself, bettering, you know, the craft and, you know, just living a little bit more. Pretty much that's, that's where I've been at mentally and where I've been going with life. You kind of seem like you've been living this whole time. I mean, <laughs> I mean you know. <laughs> Let's check out social media, check out the videos. You've been living. Yeah, I mean, I think that and that's, that's a testament to just being able to say, like, you know, I've been really choosing myself a lot these last couple of years, like just getting up, going out, and even if I'm just by myself, just deciding to just do it because, you know, if I'm sitting at the house or waiting on the next person to want to get up and do something with me, chances are I'm not going to do it, right? You know, mm-hmm. so. I feel like that's really important. And honestly, I think that a lot of folks are kind of in that space. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or just just the time, just the era of, of where we are. But I think a lot of people are, are realizing you have things you want to do. Mm-hmm. You got to bet on yourself. Right. But anyway, you have a new project. Yep. Nostalgia Everclear, and that's coming out on March seventeenth. Yes, ma'am. Um, your last project, 2022's Free Lunch Deluxe. Mm-hmm. You're keeping the music coming, and I think that's pretty dope. You know, you said you're focusing on yourself, and you can see that with these back-to-back projects. But what's different? What's new for fans in this new project? Um, 2022. Um, free lunch was more so mixtape vibes. It was like just trying to see what people really gravitated and what did they like a little bit from me. So I kind of I dropped a I believe it was like three more added songs to the deluxe, and then throughout 2022 I released about like four singles, which was Chicago, You, Paper Route, and Out West. It was really good responses uh, for a lot of the songs, and I just feel like uh, it was a really good way for me to kind of figure out what. I needed to focus on as far as the music went and the aspect of the music. And um, I guess basically where I should take the next body of work. So now I feel like I kind of did a little bit more of what I feel like people kind of really wanted. Cause I heard a lot of people like really saying how much they liked like uh, the song In Route, Nonchalant, um, you know, and even songs like, uh, you know, um, I want to say Crash. You know, I heard a, I heard a lot of mixed different feelings about it, but I, I, I see that a lot of people kind of like when I get a little bit more in-depth about, I guess, like, my current, where I'm at, and just how I'm just kind of, like, really reflecting with, like, as far as, like, rapping, and, you know, I, I guess people don't really expect me to do too much uh, experimental stuff right now, but the problem is, it's like, I want to do that sometimes, but I don't want people to kind of get the I, the wrong idea of, like, okay, he's focusing on something that we're not really paying attention to, and then it kind of hits Def's ears, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think this next body of work, Nostalgia, is uh, something that people will be able to sit back and listen to a couple years from now and being like, yeah, that was a really dope first really big project where he like made his like, impact into like the industry in a sense. So You are... A younger guy, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion, you look really young, you know. So yeah. tell me, where does nostalgia come in for for you? Well, um, I'm I, I, okay. So we all kind of love the the factor of like reminiscing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes too much for some yeah, people. Yeah, too much. It, it could be a drug, and <laughs> yeah. I think, um, you know, no pun intended. That's kind of what I want nostalgia to be. I want nostalgia to be that point in time where, again, 
five years from now, three years from now, when we're listening to songs, it gives you that feeling that you heard when you first heard your favorite song or when you were like mm-hmm. spending time with your favorite person or using your favorite place. Like I want the music here to resonate with you in a way where you share this special bond with it and it never leaves you. And um, yeah, I'm like 25, I turned 26, April 5th or whatever, but you know, I know that I seen a lot and I lived in such a, a time where in 2012 all the way to now so much has happened that we we tend to harp on a lot of you know the past especially you know in the time like 2012 to 2013 like some of the best music was coming out around there I feel you yeah know? it was you know we always talk about how music isn't the same or music isn't this music isn't that and I think my my goal is to try to capitalize on some of the sounds from back then and kind of mix it with what I'm into and just try to make it uh, the new nostalgic factor when you listen to music and you're like oh that reminds me of that, and now you you have something that you could take with you like from days and years to come. And you kind of have that in the first single, mm. WIA, in the video at least. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the kind of the grungy feel, which is dope. Because I mean, I love I love the '90s, um, early 2000s. I just think whatever was happening here, there, whatever was brewing set up the scene for you know mm-hmm. artists like yourself i don't know what happened after 2013 2014 <laughs> but you know no diss to those artists i don't know what happened but i feel like we are kind of coming back to just people being more transparent and people experimenting more and just kind of just being more honest with their music mm-hmm. but with wia which is where it's at where is that yes ma'am um you talk about ignoring gimmicks keeping your focus and putting in the work and i yeah. wanted to know what inspired that song you kind of touched on it with like just the trajectory of your life but what currently inspired that song for you um so specifically for where it's at um you know just wanting to channel a lot of uh you know negative energies you know in this lane you know like a lot of times you could be doing really good in life you Mm -hmm. know or you know it, it could be something so like random out the blue just something negative can like attack you and you just be like Dude, I, I literally just got a promotion at my job today. Like, why you, know? you hating? Like, why you, yeah, like, why you hating? Like, what's, what's the energy for it? So I think when I wrote that song, it was just more so to, you know, because I feel like a lot of people could relate to that. Like, we could just be having such a really good day, good month, good year, and it would be all, like, these devils and these demons trying to attack us and, and hold us down. So, you know, just wanted to just make sure that I had a song, something where people can, like, repeat that back to me and repeat that back to anybody. Like, keep that where it's at, you know what I'm saying? And... Uh, you know, just one of those songs. And shout out to Wave Chappelle for uh, accompanying me on the song. He did such an amazing job with his verse. I, me watching him do a, a verse in the studio, like you know, the way he works was crazy. It was like I was watching a a, a master at work. Also, shout out to Key Lime stuff for the beat. So, and then also uh, another fun <laughs> fact: it was um, inspired by. And again, you might hear me say this a lot too, maybe in our conversations, but I really love Chicago. Like, I really love Chicago. I already know this. I know <laughs> this. And, and you know that I was very happy because I am from Chicago and lived up, I've lived all over the place. So anytime mm-hmm. somebody, especially from Milwaukee, says, yo, Chicago's great, yeah. come on, we got to talk about it. My love for Chicago comes from when I was in middle school, high school, Chance the Rapper and Vic Mensa was being spoken about heavily. Yes, okay. Uh, I was into creative writing. So the poetry, like, clubs and all the people who were, like, you know, the poets, they loved Chance the Rapper. Like, Chance the Rapper was, like, they ate his music and his, like, art up so much that it was kind of hard not to hear about him. Those you two know? artists are in my notes about when I was listening to your music. I'm like, I hear Chance, I hear Vic. Love yeah. love them both, but... <laughs> but specifically more so yeah. uh, Vic Mensa, I think Chance the Rapper is really dope because of... Uh, 
you know, where he goes with the music and how he takes, like, also making music fun and being really relatable. And, like, I, I like what he does with it. But Vic Mensa himself, I think he kind of helped me really shape mentally where I want to do with music because internet tape was amazing. Mm-hmm. We probably won't get that back from him again. And it's okay because a lot of times you don't want to repeat the same type of art because it's kind of hard to follow up on something so amazing. But internet tape was amazing. And I think that really changed a lot for me mentally when it came to music. And so a shout out to Chicago because I think that was like the first real like out of town experience I had. And then after that, so many different things happened for me, like, you know, going to Texas and performing in L.A. and, you know, being in St. Louis, you know, for a tour stop. So I shout out to Chicago for allowing me to break down that that wall I was holding up so long. That's awesome. It sounds like, you know, get everything you can get from home, but Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to expand. Right. That's awesome. So speaking of Chicago, I have four words and a number for you. Okay. Mick Jenkins, mm-hmm. breakfast, March 15th. Man. Wasn't that cool? No. <laughs> that's fire. Yeah, no, that's fire. That song is really dope, too. I can't yeah. wait to um, share that with the world. Shout out to Mick Jenkins for uh, snapping on the verse as well. How did all that come about? Well, um, I personally reached out because over the last four years, since 2018, I've been kind of... I want to say flirting with the idea slash like art camps or like, you know, the people around us have been very intertwined. Kind of started back in 2018. I used to have a manager uh, from Milwaukee who moved to Chicago. She ended up meeting some people. Them people were actually, that, that she ended up meeting was actually in the community. So it was kind of crazy being like, all right, 2018, I go to Chicago for the first time, but I'm in Chicago meeting so many people who's like kind of in this, this pot that's brewing or whatever. So I go out there. And literally, I think my third visit out there again, when it was just like like just a me trip, Mick was actually opening up a space called We Space, which is kind of crazy because we had something here called Free Space. So I'm like, that sounds like something that's, you know, maybe that maybe that's intertwined somehow. Maybe that was something that was inspired by. Let me go check it out. And it turns out that We Space in Chicago was another, another spot where they was like providing a space for uh, all ages. And this was like the grand opening of it. And I ended up meeting Mick Jenkins for the first time, took a picture with him. You know, my heart was beating fast. It's like fangirl. You know, yeah, kind of. <laughs> try not to, but I, I kind of did, you know. And after that, like years after that, I started like meeting so many people that was like either from here that was like, you know, I guess intertwined with his circle or like people that was in Chicago who like knew about certain people here. So it was just kind of like everything kind of just made sense, I think, after a while. And, you know. The theme, again, kind of revolves around just staying focused mm-hmm. and being transparent and I think that both of your verses really do complement each other like that like Appreciate I mean it. you say you've been betting on yourself under you underestimated stress that was an honest mistake mm-hmm. and then Mick says he's working on getting his mind right letting folks know who he is and I just feel like that's the time now you yeah. know so like the, so- <laughs> the song is just coming out at the right time so that's dope uh, but Mick actually did an interview with Complex in 2021, and I feel like maybe this is a journey that he's been on this whole time. Mm-hmm. And he said um, he had to, based off the pandemic, he had to learn how to deal with life, learn how to process the things that has that have happened to him and come yeah. out on the other side. And he realized that music had been helping him do that the entire time. And do you feel that same way about just how you've processed life? Yeah, so... I'm happy that you uh, brought that up too. 2020, I feel like was a, a rebuild year for me. It's when I met my my good friend Carter. It's when I like um, reconnected with people and myself. You know that that kind of made my life a lot less stressful. And that's what I mean by like you know underestimated 
stress was an honest mistake. Like, you know, I was kind of allowing stress to build up so much and kind of, you know, as a human, you know, sometimes you don't really know how to communicate like when you're going through something, you know? Yep. And so 2020, it was just such a stressful time. Like I was like, I feel like recording ideas, putting down, you know, songs and stuff. And it just wasn't really like, you know, it wasn't really resonating. I wasn't really growing, I feel. You know, I feel like people around me wasn't, like, helping me challenge myself. People wasn't really trying to allow me to be my best self. And so it, it went from, all right, let me just stop doing music. Let me just see what's going on, right? And I started having this other purpose that I wanted to try to live for, and I started realizing the more and more months and months went by of me not doing music, I said, man, I'm so, like, stressed out. I'm so depressed. And I thought that me maybe stopping music would have been something that would have made me happy, like, and, and you know, I guess touching back with just wanting to do music again and doing it at the way that I want to do it, having fun, loving myself again, like loving the creative process again, it it, it kind of allowed me to start putting out, I feel like, some of the best work i ever done. Like, uh, it took time, you know what I'm saying, to write better music, but I think with time and experience, it, it all, like, worked out, so. Switching it up just a little bit, mm -hmm. you opened up for the Pusha T. <laughs> Yeah, that was fire. So <laughs> that was at the rave. That was in October. Yes, ma'am. Um, how was that? I wasn't there. So what was that like? I mean, it's Pusha T. Come on. It would have been crazy if we, we would have got a chance to meet him. But wait, um, what? Yeah, no, I know. Dude, what? His um, his people who he was on tour with, like his tour manager, mm -hmm. and I think it was his tour manager or his driver or something like that. They were all like watching the beginning of the show. So long story short, we performed, we did our thing, we had the crowd rocking, and all I heard after was, man, Pusha T's like the guy who drive and, you know, this, that, and the third, they're saying that they really liked your set. I'm like, man, that's dope, you know? So I was already asking to get a picture with him before the set was over, but they said that we'll ask after his set, and he, I guess, you know, was still on tour, so he had to leave after his set right away, but... I just thank God every day for that opportunity because, you know, it speaks to how hard I'm working. It speaks to where I'm at. And, you know, I believed in myself and I told myself since 2020 that I'm going to keep going hard and I'm going to keep on trusting my path. And that's what's going on. Awesome. There are no rules to this. Yep. Just do what you need to do. Right. Speaking of tour, you're going on tour this month. Yes, ma'am. The Nostalgia Tour with uh, Fred the Black Kid. Yes, ma'am. And it kicks off March 15th. Yes, ma'am. Next week. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you doing to prepare for this, though? Because, I mean, you, you've done, you know, the Midwest tours before, but mm -hmm. I don't know. This seems different. Oh, it's very, I feel like I've really given it my all. I'm really putting together. I just sent out emails months and months and months in <laughs> advance. You know, I'm, I I don't know. This is like the first actual, I feel like, and this is no disrespect to anything I've done in the past. Like, this is the first real tour. Seven dates. Like, this is a real tour. Mm-hmm. And um, and you did a lot of this planning and stuff yourself, yeah. so I don't have a uh, manager. Got to note that mm -hmm. uh, I did a lot of networking. This and this is what networking and going outside the city and meeting so many people, going to shows that got nothing to do with you, going and by doing yourself. Mosh pits. That's uh, hey, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to uh, you know, the opportunity at the rave, the Pusha T show. They got to book me again because there's been a few people hitting me up like, yo, when are you back at the rave? So. Yeah, no, so this time around, it's very professional. It's very, like, put together. I didn't put together, like, I want to say about, like, three tours in the past, but they were all, like, again, stepping stones to get to where this is and then hopefully even more bigger and a lot more, like, uh, you know, beneficial in the future. But, you know, 
the artist of uh, Fred the Black Kid. I, I've been a fan of him for the last couple of years. So to see him growing as well and putting out really good music, I was like, I just need somebody that I feel like represent what I'm I'm on right now, like the sound and the style of music that I'm on. So um, I appreciate him for being just such a dope artist himself. Again, the album is sounding good. I feel like I'm in a really good space. I feel like I want to share it with the world, literally. And yeah, that's that's nostalgia to tour 2023.